this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. So Matthew Stafford, still a top, I would say top 10 quarterback. I've said it a few times. And they have a special wide receiver right now because I thought without Cooper Cup, I'm like, ooh, their offense might struggle a little bit. But um, it's been moving along just fine. And they were playing a really good 49ers team last week, too. Yeah, that was the game that it's like, okay, week one probably wasn't a fluke. When you're keeping up with the 49ers and you demolish the Seahawks, this is a team much better than we thought it was. Uh, and there's a chance it's still whatever. But in my mind, I'm just going like, I don't think this was just, you know, a mirage. Look at what the 49ers did to the Giants. It was expected. But this is what people expected them to do with the Rams, too. And the Rams stuck in. It. They were in that game for a lot of it. Uh, Matthew Stafford's playing really well. And it's kind of impressive because older quarterback coming off the injury, you think of the guys that usually do that. They end up looking like Ben Roethlisberger's last two years or something. Where it's like, ah, he doesn't really have much on the ball anymore. No, Matthew Stafford's still throwing trick shots, fire, firing some balls in there. Good quarterback. Um, they have a great play caller in Sean McVay. I think Sean McVay, this is a kind of almost like a statement year for him. He's just like, yeah, you guys always talk about, you know, Kyle Shanahan makes this work. Kyle Shanahan makes that work, even when the team's bad. It's like this team on paper was predicted to go like, two wins, four wins, and I'm going to take them to the playoffs type of thing. Uh, yeah, really good offense. Um, when I'm watching them, like, I-, I don't know too many of these pieces. I am a little upset. Uh, we should have been able to predict this Puka Nakua thing, but Jordan Rodriguez came out with her article this week about how he's getting he's joined the Breakfast Club with Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. If we knew that, I mean, come on, one hundred percent. Where's where's that reporting before the season? It was like, oh, that's a Breakfast guy. I gotta I gotta get him in fantasy. I gotta you know he's gonna do great. Uh, but no, I mean, on the serious side of it, I mean. Tutu Atwell, surprising. He's like a 150-pound wide receiver. They took him in the second round three years ago, and he's having a good year. They're using him in interesting ways, utilizing his speed because I think he's a 4-2, maybe low 4-3 guy. Puka Nakua just seems like a really smart receiver, and that's how he's making his money. A lot of people keep saying that he's kind of like Robert Woods, and that makes sense. Willing to block, smart receiver, does work usually within 10, 15 yards, but in over the middle of the field. Um Tyler Higby's Tyler Higby, Kyron Williams. I loved him before he was draft eligible. I remember I was watching Liam Eichenberg and Liam's kind of whatever. I was kind of like zoned in. I was like, man, this running back, uh, not in terms of running the ball or catching the ball. This is a me thing. I was like, he is blocking his tail off <laughs> pass protection. He's getting some pancakes. He was knocking guys around. I was like, the Bengals can use a Kyron Williams because he's an awesome pass protector. And now he looks like a good runner. Solid receiver, and of course, he still has the pass protection. Um, yeah, man. there's the weapons you might not be familiar with them, but they're utilizing them and they're all doing well. Van Jefferson's still there, who's like a solid third mm-hmm. wide receiver. When you think of the defense and you know, just over the last few weeks, stopping the run, getting pressure on the quarterback, it really does feel like I know we've 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 been um all on Joe Burrow watch and, and what's gonna happen if Joe Burrow is gonna play. It does seem optimistic that Joseph Asai is gonna be returning this week. And what yeah. does that do for your D-line? I think it <clears throat> right now, through two games, their second best pass rusher has been the nose tackle DJ Reader. Not ideal. You don't want him on the field on passing downs, like third and thirty. He shouldn't be on the field. He should be getting some early oxygen. 
uh, just taking a breather on the sideline because he probably helped put them in third and 30. Kind of, well, he did. What, 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 the first and 30, second and 30, the two back-to-back holding calls? He drew both holding calls. He's still out there. It's like, yeah, man, like these are obvious passing downs. A little disappointed in a little disappointed in the performances from most of the other guys so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, Trey Hendrickson's still their best pass rusher, but, man, watching back, I was like, so many opportunities to go one-on-one with Patrick McCarry. Kind of has another feel like that this week. Alaric Jackson is the Rams' left tackle, and I think he's been fine for them. And Nick Bosa didn't have a sack against either of their tackles. And the Seahawks, I don't think he allowed a sack, but that's the Seahawks' defensive line. Um, I think he has an opportunity. Like, on paper, I would predict this as, like, one of the big mismatches of the game would be Alaric Jackson versus Trey Hendrickson. But I thought that last week. Then you look at the rest of the offensive line. They've got Steve Avila, who's a rookie. Maybe you can get him. I think he's one of the better physical and technical members. Their center is no longer Brian Allen. Brian Allen got benched. It's Coleman Shelton. I would probably attack that. Why not? Uh, right guard is where they moved Joe Noteboom after giving him the big contract. That's another one. It's like, you know, that guy's a te- well, at least he was a tackle like his whole career. Then Rob haven't signed at right tackle. I kind of, I mean, him and Sam Hubbard went against each other and Sam didn't do much. Um, but maybe that's a Joseph Osai spot. Maybe you move Sam Hubbard inside to take advantage of Noteboom at right guard or uh, Avila at left guard. I think that could be interesting. I think Joseph Osai, though, if he could be the secondary pass rusher that this team has dreadfully needed, that would be such a boost. Uh, Cam Sample, I think, has done some interesting stuff. He's fine. Miles Murphy got a pressure last week on Makari, and the people are always down on him. They want to treat him um, right now. <laughs> right. Like, well, they just wanted Michael Mayer, but you know, Michael Mayer has one catch for two yards. It's like they keep talking about how these guys would we should have taken a guy that would impact us now. And the guys they name are like not making impacts for the team they're playing. It's like, well, it's not like you're out there saying, like, yeah, we should have taken uh oh man, I can't think of somebody right. Maybe Steve Avila, who's a starting left guard. Maybe we should have taken Steve Avila. They don't say that. They say we should have taken Michael Mayer. We should have taken this other guy that's not making an impact. It's like, okay, well, like none of these guys would probably be doing much for the Bengals guys. So Miles Murphy, I think he's just looking for flashes. He had a pressure last week. That's a flash to me. Want to see him get a sack? Maybe he can get a sack this week. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'm predicting it, but (laughs) it'd be cool. Uh, Yeah, I think the Bengals defensive line on paper has the advantage over the Rams offensive line. But I thought that last week. So they're paying so much money that defensive line. They are Mm -hmm. paying them a ton of money, and they have been bad so far. No pressure. And they're also they're not doing a good job against the run either. I mean, five yards per carry, I think, the last two weeks and 200 yards last week, they're one of the worst run defenses in the league. So step it up. You know, like that. Show, show national media, you're on Monday Night Football, show them that this Bengals defensive line, they don't get pushed around and they will get pressure. You know, one of those, one of those games, like it's kind of, if they don't look good against the Rams, my concern level raises to eight. I'm like, okay, we are spending way too much money here to not have an effect. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it needs to be a bounce back game for Logan Wilson. Um, yeah. Last week. And there was just a lot of guys. I know we want to point at the offense and slow starts are extremely important, but it did look like the offense had a bounce back in the second half versus the Baltimore Ravens. And the defense just needed one more stop. Bengals would have been able to get the ball back and they struggled. 
And then you can't you, – Lamar Jackson looked – and, of course, it's Lamar Jackson is really – he's a really good quarterback. But the defense, they just couldn't stop him. And you need that against Matthew Stafford in this offense that I still feel like is semi-underrated when it comes to the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, but they're they're starting to get noticed over the last few weeks. And it's just an extremely important bounce-back game for Lou and the defensive side of the ball. I know we're talking a lot about the offense, and it would be good to, to go ahead and – I know you hate this. Get the ball first. Go down the field. Oh score a touchdown. Play with the lead for once because, you know, maybe get your defense off the field. But um, I want to see more out of the Davis defense. Is get themselves off the field, too. I mean, seven That's and a right. half. Right. Minutes, 15 right. play drive for the Ravens to start and then another one back to back. It's like, yeah. You're right. It, it, we can criticize the defense. You know, we, we've talked about the offense a lot, the play calling for Zach Taylor and, and what they're dealing with with Joe Burrow's calf. It's fair to criticize the defense right now. And the defense has to step up if they want to get out of this this 0-2 record right now and finally get a win. It's national Monday night football. It's time to make the predictions. Go. Okay, I think I'm going to do two. I think I'm going to do one with Burrow, one with Yes, time. we are doing two. Okay. My Browning one, I think, is twenty-one to ten Rams. I don't have a lot of faith in them building out a Browning offense, but we'll see. I mean, I hope I'm right. My Burrow one is a little more fast pace, you know, a little more high scoring. Twenty-seven, twenty-one Rams. I think the Rams win. 